0: Stockfall Masterclass, the gateway to wealth and wisdom. Each week, we speak to inspiring thought leaders and innovators from diverse fields. We're here to equip you with the necessary tools and information to unlock your financial future. Let me ask you a question. Did they teach you about financial education at school? Or did your parents ever teach you about it? My points exactly. Listen in as Tula and Cabela unwrap everything that you need to know about money, investments,
1: entrepreneurship and how to create wealth. Give it up for Tula and Cabello! Welcome to the Stockfell Masterclass, your gateway to wisdom and wealth. I'm your host, Tulis Kenjana. Today we are at the IDC, aka, aka the Industrial Development Corporation, and we are here to find out what the ICD is all about, and how they can help stockfells with their entrepreneurial endeavors. And we are joined by Naomi Mjali, who is the head of the Pre-Investment Center. And she has given us some of her time uh, to let us know more about the IDC. Naomi, hi, how are you?
0: I'm fine, thanks, uh, Tula. Welcome to the IDC and thanks for the opportunity.
1: Thank you so much for letting us come to your offices. Mm -hmm. It's actually very lovely that we're here. Um, Naomi, we just want to find out before we begin, Mm -hmm. our tradition is always to ask the people we interview, do you belong to a stock file?
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, I think growing up from the townships, one can't really run away from knowing about Stockfell. So true. Um, You know, from my mom, my sister, my aunts, um, they've all belonged to one Stockfell or the other. So yes, Mm -hmm. I do belong to a Stockfell actually here at work. Oh, okay. I run one where we... Ours is a saving one where we save for the year... And at the end of the year, we distribute the funds. I mean, people can use it for whatever. So we find that very useful. So yes.
1: Oh, wow, that's amazing. Mm. That even right here at the IDC, yeah. the employees yeah. are stock-filling. Yes. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And just a, a quick one, what are the type of things that people use the money that they save for that work here at IDC?
0: You know, I mean, what I find is a variety of, of, of things. Some use it for, to say, for trips that they have been planning okay. um, instead of using your credit card, people save up for it. And some use it for schools, I oh. mean, school uniforms, school books, uh, and some for various investment uh, okay. opportunities that they have seen and okay. they want to tap into. In their personal so, capacity. Yeah, in their personal
1: capacity. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's really very different reasons why people have joined there. It's a very small one. It's okay. a, we are a, a group of about 12, okay. where we save every month. Obviously, I'm in control of that. Um, <laughs> You're uh, Yeah, yes. and I distribute the, the takings at the end of the, of the year after okay. we you know, accumulated a little bit of
1: interest. Uh, yeah, so
0: it's very useful, okay. helpful. Mm.
1: Now, that's really exciting. I'm glad that you, it's not foreign to you. Yeah. Um, however, we, we really actually want to find out more about the IDC. Mm. So, um, we know it's a, it's a funding corporation. Yes. Um, what type of industries does the IDC fund?
0: So, um, maybe if I'll talk around our mandate, okay. uh, because what you're asking really revolves around what the IDC's mandate is. Mm-hmm. Uh, IDC obviously was established in 1940 uh, to facilitate and promote uh, economic development and and job creation and industrial development as well. Uh, We fund from one million rand and above. The sectors that we fund, we focus on the manufacturing sector and we've divided that into different industries like your automotive, your mining, your textiles, clothing. So we've got about 12 core um, business units that mm-hmm. look at those different sectors, chemicals as well, um, and I think agro-processing. Okay. So we look at the very uh, job intense um, and also industrial capacitating okay. uh, sectors, okay. industries. Yeah. So
1: you guys are going to be very busy with the uh, fourth industrial revolution yeah. that's coming up. Actually you know? we have
0: a unit uh, which is called New Industries. Mm-hmm. Part of their mandate is to look at new and untested um Ideas within the fourth industrial uh, uh, revolution, Vision. the 4IR. Uh, so that unit is really focused on that. So, yeah, we're mm-hmm. hoping to see very great innovative ideas from South Africans. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, that unit is really ready to go to uh, assist people who have innovative, great and tested ideas because we also in South Africa mm-hmm. want to be developers. We want to yes. come up with ideas. Yes. You know, yes. When you look at the IDC, the history, you know, SASOL was established, you know, within Fruit. IDC. Okay, yeah, so wow. th- those are the things that the IDC is really looking
1: at. Oh, that's really amazing. Mm. Um, so you actually have covered that you fund up to a million, yes. uh, I mean, a minimum a of minimum. a million, yeah. a million rands. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, quite a a lot of money. Mm. Does the IDC ever run out of money if we apply and you say, no, sorry, we can't help you this year, we've reached our quota? No, not really. I
0: mean, since I've been, and I've been in the IDC for a long time, I Mm won't reveal how long, (laughs) Um, but we don't run out of money. And although we, we really have not gone to to state to government to ask for money mm-hmm. because we've been able to generate our own income, but also raise funding from outside. Okay. Uh, so what IDC does, we've got a a, a unit called um, you know development funds. We've got a unit called corporate funding. They go out and source for funding from outside, from your IMF, World Bank. They raise money. Okay. Um, and we have to pay it back. So that's why it's important for us. One of our criterias is economic viability that the Companies that we fund mm-hmm. have to be able to repay us back, but no, we we don't we haven't run out of money since. Uh, employed here. Okay, so the yeah.
1: sky is the limit, pretty much. The sky is Ye- the limit to a certain point. Okay,
0: So where we, we we need to, we also co-fund with other funders. Okay. I mean, we can share our our funding. Okay. Uh, also to minimize our risk. risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we've funded over billions. Okay. We've funded companies to close to a billion, over 1.5 billion or so. So no, yeah, our balance sheet is very strong. I okay. think the IDC has, I think it's just close to about 40 billion or so. This mm-hmm. is the, the, you know, the, the balance mm-hmm. sheet the size of the IDC.
1: Okay. So, but the key is as well, as the person, appro- the organisation approaching you, they need to prove that they'll be able to pay it back. Because yes, it's, it's not it's not Mahala. It's not a grant. No. We be- need
0: to be able, I mean, 78 years later, the IDC is still here. Yes. And as I said, we've never really gone back to government to ask for money. So, it's important that the transactions that we get involved in mm-hmm. are able to pay us back so that, you know, the Tulas and the governors of tomorrow, yeah. when they come to the IDC, they also can access money. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, economic viability is key. Sustainability is also very important for us.
1: That's so true, so mm. true. Now, um, what exactly does the pre-investment business center do okay. at IDC? So the pre-investment business center
0: is, it's almost like it's a gateway through to the IDC for Gauteng. Okay, Maybe explaining the structure, we have regional offices as well in all the provinces. Okay. They've got Offices that are similar uh, with look and feel to the head office. Okay. The regional offices do what we do at PIBC. So our primary role is to screen and assess applications that come for funding okay. for Houteng. Uh We also have a walk-in center which works on a no-appointment basis, so anybody who's got an inquiry about funding, uh, how to go about applying, they can come through to our walk-in center which mm-hmm. is manned by really three fantastic consultants that will give them information on mm-hmm. how to apply, what they're looking for. We'll tell them also about our processes. So we get the applications, we'll screen them. Mm-hmm. If they're outside of our mandate, we'll refer them obviously to our sister DFIs, which is CIFA or NEF, or any other development finding institution that that can assist them. Okay. Uh, and then we will screen them for also for viability. So we'll do just a stress test of the financial projections. Okay. We'll write up a report. We present that report to the business units that I mentioned earlier. Okay. And then they will take the, if they agree, then they'll take the transaction up to a due diligence and then to approval.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. To credit. Yeah. So now um, we are a business, mm-hmm. and we come to the IDC yeah. and we, uh, Uh, coming to your department. Mm -hmm. What is it that we need to bring to you in order to start the process of pre-investment? That's actually a very good question. Um, We don't have a formal
0: application you know, form per se. Mm-hmm. Although we also have an online portal where applicants can apply. So, what you bring is a business plan. Okay. And what should be in that business plan primarily is what the business does. You know, what's what what problem are you solving, mm-hmm. or what service are you providing, mm-hmm. and how much funding you're looking for. You know, we need um, documents that need to be in the business plan are your quotations for the equipment that you want to buy okay. you know your letters of intent which are very important you yeah. know who is going to buy your product mm-hmm. uh, and for us what's key is how are they going to pay okay. you know we want you to demonstrate paying customers okay. in your business plan i mean so often we get business plans that just say i'm going to market and i'm going to do this and i'm going to get the business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is not enough when okay. you want to raise funding you need mm-hmm. to demonstrate how those customers are going to pay how, why they will choose you your product over, over another person's product. Okay. So business plan is very important with projected uh, financials, which okay. is projections, your income statement, your balance sheet, your cash flow. We prefer to have a five-year outlook okay. uh, on your projections. And also indicate there who's your management team, what is your level of experience okay. You know, in, in the business that you want to run. If you don't have experience, you have what we call a technical partner, somebody who's going to hold your hand, who's got industry expertise or knowledge, who's going to be there with you through maybe a year or two okay. while you're starting up and ramping up into in your in your uh, project. Yeah, that's really what we require to see, and uh, we don't really want like a hundred-page business plan. We want a business plan that's focused, mm-hmm. that's giving us a realistic picture okay. of of your plan.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I think what I've picked up with what you said is that it, the key part is the financial projections yeah. that you have, mm-hmm. and also uh, demonstrate your management team. Yes. Uh, and failing which, at least you've got a technical. A partner. technical partner. Okay.
0: We do have what we call a business support where we find business plans that really show merit. They show very good potential, but they have areas where they lack, then we engage our business support team. We've got a pre-investment business support that we can assist them with, but we identify that gap, and that's where we can plug in And the business support through the consultants that have been approved. We then uh, select a consultant within that industry that's that's experienced, that's got the expertise to say, we need you to assist us with this. It could be a market research to maybe augment the letters of intent. Uh, Or if there are no letters of intent, there has to be a very strong case, like a a very good market research that will tell us that there is a gap for this product. So it's very, very important for us to know who is behind in terms of of the business plan. And I really have to say projections have to be realistic. Mm,
1: So so often we get
0: projections that show a very rosy picture. That's Mm -hmm. not what funders want to see. Mm. We want to see how realistic it is. You know, we want to see you indicating that you're not going to jump to profit it's in year one which is what really happens yeah, with startups rare, yeah so for us it's important to get realistic projections when okay. we receive your business plan okay.
1: that's actually very great that you mm. guys actually do also help yeah. um, um, startup companies yes. where you, you see the potential mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you actually are helping them to firm up yes. that business uh, uh, business plan mm. that they have. Yeah. And, and just in general, you know, you, you hear a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, they like to say, a uh, business plan is really not that important. Mm. Uh, outside of funding, mm. why is a business plan important? You know, I mean,
0: I'll use an example that uh, I think our, our new CEO gave the other days. If you are going to fly anywhere to Cape Town, to New York, wherever, you need a flight plan you can't just get onto a plane and say, I'll see. Yes. So a business plan for me is like your flight plan. It's, your map, yeah. it's like knowing where you want to go, mm-hmm. how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And if you hit turbulence, what to do? Yes. As, as so often happens, I mean, uh, you and I just chatted before we started about just the economic uh, climate, that yes. it's very challenging. So a business plan should be able to say to you, if this happens, What's my response as a business uh, person? You know, as entrepreneurs, how am I going to respond to this? So it's important. It's not only for funders. True. You know, business plan is about how you're going to get your business where you want it to go. Yes. It, it's a roadmap. Yes. And and I I always use this 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 term that it shouldn't the business plan shouldn't end up in the in the drawer. True. So and, and so many of, of the entrepreneurs they do the business plan and then it it ends up in the drawer. Mm. It should be on the wall so that. All your employees know what's required, what you want to do, how you're mm. going to achieve it. Yes. So it's the the how is very important. So that for me, the business plan, it's very important. The roadmap mm-hmm. is telling you where you want to go and how you're going to get there, but also how you're going to recover if something happens.
1: Happens, mm-hmm. And you're so right. And I think this is why a lot of entrepreneurs have that idea, of, ah, don't need the business yeah. plan. Um, and because oh, they, 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 they don't see the use mm-hmm. of it, yeah. it really is. It becomes your mini Bible. Yes. In fact, not, it becomes the Bible of your it, business. It
0: does. And yeah. you know what? It's not supposed to be cast in stone Yes. because... Okay things change, you know, tomorrow the rent is, is performing very well and, and the next day it's not. So, things change. I mean, tomorrow you have strikes, yeah. uh, you know, unfortunately. Uh, so, But a lot of things change. You know, your product, the product that's selling today is no longer selling tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, so you need to be able to say, okay, how do I change? So it needs to be a live document. It yes. shouldn't be something that's cast in stone. Hence, I say it shouldn't be a, you know, the syndrome of plan in the drawer. Yes. Uh, that yeah. should come out. It should be on the wall. Should be living. If your plan was to do a hundred, you know, sixty or fifty million mm. in year three, and that's not looking like it's going to happen, you need to be able to go to your plan and say, I'm not going to. So what happens okay, next? That, yeah. So okay. it needs to be a live document.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's so. That's so true. Um. I think you touched on uh, as well in in the business plan in terms of the management team. Mm. Um, How do you guys help budding entrepreneurs Mm. who really, in all honesty, they don't have the experience? And I'm I'm talking specifically to the young generations Mm. who Mm. most of our podcasts are going out to. How do you guys help them who who don't have the technical expertise Mm -hmm. um, and also just maybe a lack of connecting with the relevant people in the industry?
0: So besides being a a a financier or a funder, you know, IDC usually participates in in entrepreneurial workshops, okay. forums, seminars. I mean, we also get involved with incubators where we provide information to entrepreneurs, especially what I mentioned now about the business plan, what what funders actually look for in a business plan. So we participate in all those forums, and I think for us it's important that entrepreneurs, you know, um, inform themselves of what's out there. Uh, but another way that we, we assist entrepreneurs is, as I said, those that, that apply to us and they are within our mandate and they show potential, we have a business support um, element where we can match them mm-hmm. with, with you know, experienced. Okay. Uh, we don't match them, but we, we identify areas where they can be assisted by either a consultant over a period of time to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we And also sometimes where we find that there's a corporate that they can link up to, okay. there is a role that we can play to facilitate that. I mean, the other day I was at the Coca-Cola uh, South Africa uh, supplier development program. program uh, yes, 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 I yes, was I there, recall, yeah. and I think those are some of the initiatives that entrepreneurs need to really inform themselves about. Get themselves out there. Be informed of what's happening, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there th- is a role that the IDC plays, but another way that that we assist entrepreneurs that are budding, we refer them to your seeders. You know, okay. CEDA has a like an entrepreneurial program okay. where they assist them, but also there are a lot of incubators. I mean. Your seed academies, your National Gazelles, yes. your Hope Factories—I mean these—I mean Leparo. Mm-hmm. These are incubators that I personally have engaged and and been in contact with, yes. contact with, to identify potential entrepreneurs that are ready for funding. Okay. I mean even at the Coca-Cola SA, we were there to identify you know those that IDC can assist okay. you know to maybe. Um, Expand yes, those okay. that, that, that are on the Coca-Cola supply list mm-hmm. and they need funding to expand, but obviously they have to be within our mandate.
1: Okay, okay. Now, that's absolutely uh, amazing. Um. Then tying in the whole Stockfell component, mm. um, we know that Stockfell, it, it, there's a 44 billion uh, yeah. industry. Yeah. Um, what do you think uh, of Stockfell as an alternative mm. funding model?
0: I mean, I was actually astounded to find out that there are eight hundred and twenty thousand stockpils in south Africa mm-hmm. i mean, and as you mentioned forty four billion is saved every year mm-hmm. i mean that that is more than any company that big company more than them i yes. mean quite a lot of it's more than a lot of companies that I know in South Africa. Mm. so I think for me what's important is maybe to for stockpil members to start seeing themselves now. Move from away from the consumer element, yes. where we just become consumers, to investment savvy. And I know there are a few that have started to invest. You know, look at opportunities where they can invest. But I also think it's about time they they are regulated. I think there is a South African National South African National Stockwell Association, um, but they can see themselves as a as a crowdfunding platform because I think for me, you know, I don't It doesn't make sense that we have this. Lack of access to funding, mm. and yet we have stockfells that save yes. close to forty-four billion mm. uh, every year. I mean, how is th- how can I think stockfells need to see themselves now as Long-term. how they can close that gap mm. for entrepreneurs? If you have a, a, a guy in the township and he needs funding, how is it that he cannot tap into those as a crowdfunding, you know, source yes. uh, for for these entrepreneurs? And, and but then understand that there is a risk. And I think the reason people really join stock files is that the risk is very, is minimal. You know, you can join a stock file and you know at the end of the month you get your money. You don't have to go to a a bank to to get a loan. and you don't have to repay anything because it's almost like your money that you've saved for you. Yes, yes,
1: yeah.
0: But I think that's how I see them Playing a role. Okay. They, we need to start changing shifting the, the mind mindset. and looking at ourselves as investors, move away from the consumerism. Uh, I think for me, I mean, it's a, it's honest. It's mm-hmm. We, we, we so save true. to buy groceries, uh, which is important. Yes. Uh, but I think. Uh, uh, then about we now need to move mm-hmm. to taking a portion and in investing. It's also about educating ourselves about what's there. Mm-hmm. You know, register as a, as a crowdfunding platform. And I understand that there is a risk that you might not get your money back. Mm-hmm. But the upside is that if that entrepreneur succeeds, you know the whole the whole village. Yes, yes, will we, we'll,
1: will benefit because it
0: creates jobs. Yes, we we alleviate unemployment. People are able to send their kids to school. Mm-hmm. You know the ripple effect for me and the plus side is I think it outweighs uh, you know the risks, the cons. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. So it's just a little small little mindset that mm-hmm. we need to do. Exactly. We, to- we totally totally agree with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing though um, it it is challenges is that actually stock files aren't regulated. Yeah. They they are it's. It's their own personal constitution that regulates them. Oh, yeah. So that's where I, I think with us as Stockwell Voice mm. uh, Media, we're trying to get that education yeah. out in terms of start thinking differently. The consumer mentality needs to stop, Mm. you know, Mm. or at least let's curb it and all this and take a portion of what you're saving uh, into the uh, long-term picture of things. Yeah. Um, Which is amazing because we have exposure to that now as the Mm. younger generation. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um... So you've spoken about um, that there's the walk-in centre that people can come to, Mm -hmm. here at just offices in Sandton and throughout um, the other regions as well, there's walk-in centres. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over and above that, how else can uh, um, entrepreneurs get in touch with the IDC? Uh, As
0: I I mentioned, our online portal, so they can go to our website, www.idc.co.za. On our website, they'll see how to, uh, you know, applying for funding so if you want funding then it will take you through to that portal which is an online mm-hmm. where you can upload your documents as well so you mm-hmm. just tell us how much you're applying for and what's great about that is that it, it can screen if, if you're saying you're looking for below a million like 500,000 mm-hmm. or you're looking for funding for franchising <coughs> excuse me mm-hmm. which the IDC doesn't fund okay. it will then say please uh, refer to CIFA and then it gives you a link, actually. It's a nice, it's a link to CIFA's website. So uh, that's another way of applying, but applicants can also send their email, I mean, their applications through to the call center, so it's... I think call center at idc.co.za, they can upload their uh, email, Email those business plans, and they can drop them off here. And as I said, we also have regional offices where they can go Mm -hmm. and drop off uh, their applications.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. And then um, you also mentioned the workshops and Mm -hmm. and those learning initiatives that IDC does. Are those uh, available on on your online portal in terms Mm -hmm. of the calendar so that people can plan and make sure that they take advantage of everything you guys are doing?
0: No, we don't. Don't have them on on the calendar um, or, or on our website. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, you know, we will get invited maybe to um, a, a workshop, mm-hmm. uh, especially entrepreneurial workshop, where we will be asked to come and present on the IDC okay. just to give entrepreneurs, um, you know, information. But IDC also has slots on Power FM, okay, uh, and I think on 72 as well. as well. So we've got slots there where. Um, I think it's a weekly or bi-weekly. Uh, one of IDC um, staff members, it could be executive or a head, mm-hmm. will go and talk around the IDC funding, how we fund. Yes. So we don't necessarily have our marketing department has a calendar, but that is more for IDC activities. I mean, that calendar is for corporate wide. Okay. But from a funding perspective, mm-hmm. we usually get involved, and there will be ads. You know, okay. they will they will issue publications and they will um, you know advertise to say there is a I remember when we had our youth um, seminar at Gallagher State I think okay. 2016 or so yes uh, that was advertised in the media for youth to come and and hear about what IDC does okay so it's not necessarily published mm-hmm. if there is something specific it could be okay uh, but we don't necessarily put our our marketing uh, activities on okay. on the website okay yeah.
1: so entrepreneurs just need to know keep your eyes open yeah. you know listen, where listen to radio. listen to radio yes. listen yeah. to stockwell voice exactly <laughs> yes Tune in. <laughs> Maybe tune in. Because in fact, that's where we we heard you Mm. uh, was on Power FM. I think you you had an interview um, um, last year with Iman, exactly. And we're like, we need to chat to Naomi. Um, So thank you very much um, for your time. So before we go, um, could you give us your top five tips Mm -hmm. to budding entrepreneurs?
0: Sure. Um, So for me, I think a budding entrepreneur needs to think around the why. You know, why is, why are you getting into business? Basically, what problem are you solving? You know, when you start jotting down your business plans, what what gap am I addressing? What problem am I solving? Um, You know, if you look at the examples out there, your creepy crawlies, the why for me was, you know, to help people clean In their the pools, pools quicker, mm-hmm. without necessarily bending over and and breaking their backs. Yes, uh, you know. So for me, that's the the first. And also, as I said, it's very important to have a, a management team that 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 you can rely on as okay. an entrepreneur. Do not not necessarily get your your friends, but if you get your friends, I mean, there should be people who can tell each other the truth. You know, it doesn't help to have people who are going to be agreeable to you. And sometimes sure. for entrepreneur, even if you It's your idea. It does not necessarily mean that you're the best person to be the CEO.
1: Okay.
0: You can be the marketer. You can be somebody who goes get business, but you can get somebody who's got a strategic Mm -hmm. foresight to run the business. Okay. Uh, Projections have to be realistic. So Mm -hmm. it's the management team. Mm -hmm. It's the why. The management team. team. Your projections. Your financial projections have to be realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know. You, it's no use showing a very optimistic picture when you come to funders they're going to slash Which that those projections yeah, by 50 60% mm-hmm. uh, because we want to st- uh, st- stress test them mm-hmm. and i think another one is is the humility to to be, be teachable okay i think for me entrepreneurs is when when you go to funders and you and they try and tell you and, and tell you why not and it sometimes and no you know, is can really be something, something that can save you. You yeah, know, we, we've had entrepreneurs who've come to us, they want to acquire this hotel or this boutique hotel or this lodge, uh, and when we, when we start unpacking and we say, look, it's too overpriced, mm-hmm. uh, and the answer is no, you know, some of them have come back to us to say, we thank you.
1: Yeah. Or really
0: saying no because we would have actually mm. put ourselves in such a lot of trouble yeah. because uh, if you had just given us the money, we would probably not be able to repay it true so for me, it's to have the humility mm-hmm. uh to be be teachable be as te- an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and and listen uh, and and accept that you do not do not you don't know it all and um the other, the last one is keep knocking you mm. know if if you get a no um go back. Find out why. Yes. You know, the funder said no. Understand... And, and improve on your business, yeah. uh, you know, plan and 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 work on it, uh, continuously work on it, and then come again. Mm-hmm. If they say no, I mean, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that will tell you that they kept on knocking and knocking until eventually they were successful. Good.
1: Okay, yeah, so true. Thank you for those five nuggets yeah. uh, uh, for the entrepreneurs, and we really thank you as well for your time. You've truly contributed to our pool of wisdom and wealth mm-hmm. for our stockfile members. Um, and there you have it, guys. Um, the IDC uh, is really ready and willing to help you to grow your endeavors as a stock fell. Um, and we hope that you enjoyed this podcast and we're looking forward to ch- to you tuning in next time. Bye. You obviously like to show. So please do share with friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, bosses, ex-bosses, and kids. Follow us on our social media pages at Stockfile Voice or Stockfile Voice Media. To see more content, please log on to our website at www.stockfilevoice.co.za. See you same time next month. Goodbye.